And that's like the most important tip that I want to give about this first question is just like, don't put such an immense amount of weight on this very first deal that you're doing. Because believe me, what you don't want to do is screw up a partnership with your dream brand. Welcome to the Think Media Podcast. My name is Heather Torres, and I'm the host of your show here, where we're helping you grow your influence on YouTube and then turn that influence into a high impact and a high profit online business. And if you're new to the show, I want to welcome you. And if you're returning and part of our Think Media fam, thank you for tuning in week after week. We drop a brand new episode for you every single Tuesday. And over on our YouTube channel, we actually have so many videos that we're uploading there that go along with the podcast. So make sure you're subscribed over on YouTube as well as wherever you're consuming this content on. Now, every single week, we love to dive into a topic that's going to help you grow your YouTube channel. But today, it's going to help you grow your income. And that's because we are talking all about brand sponsorships. Have you ever been someone who wanted to figure out how do I get those brands to actually send me free things, but not just send you free product, actually pay to make content happen. How do you partner with them? What do you say? Are there things in the contract you should be aware of? And what are some of the mistakes that content creators make when it comes to actually partnering with brands? Over the last several years, we've partnered with a lot of different brands here at Think Media, grossing uh, close to well, over seven figures, close to almost uh, multiple seven figures. And through those experiences, we've learned a lot. And part of what we learned are ways that we can actually increase our prices. And someone who helped us do that was our friend, Justin Moore. He's going to be our special guest here on the show today. And I'm excited to bring him because he has such a wealth of experience working with brands. Justin Moore is actually a sponsorship coach and the founder of Creator Wizard. It's a school and community that teaches you how to find and negotiate your dream brand deals so that you can stop leaving thousands on the table. Along with his wife, April, he's been a full-time creator for over eight years and has personally made over $4 million working with brands. He's also run an influencer marketing agency for over seven years that's helped other creators earn an additional $3 million. Justin actually brings a very unique perspective because not only has he been a creator in the trenches doing the sponsorships for years, but he's also run an agency where he has insider knowledge behind how the big brands are choosing which influencers to partner with and why they pass on others. Now, Justin's mission is to enable creators big and small to land 1 million paid brand sponsorships by 2032. So if you want to jump into figuring how to do this, lean into today's featured conversation with our special guest, Justin Moore. Well, Justin, welcome to the Think Media podcast. This isn't your first appearance on Think Media. You're an alumni now, so welcome <laughs> back to the show. When I said you need to have me on again, I didn't know it'd be so soon, but uh, here I am. So uh, we had Justin uh, on one of our inner circle trainings, which is uh, one of our monthly coaching programs that we had here at Think Media. And he blew our students away and we had the most requests to get Justin back on. So I thought no better place than bringing you over here to the Think Media podcast. And I'm so excited because we're going to be diving into how to get your first brand deal. You know, I think this is an elusive thing to a lot of creators of like, I know brands can pay me to do my content 
I have no clue who to reach out to. How much do I charge? There's so many questions when you get started. So we're going to break all that down today. But Justin, I want to start at the very beginning because, you know, I, I, I talked about who you are and just the massive impact that you're having on Think Media as well as on so many different content creators' income streams. And so take me back, though, to really the beginning. How did you even get into being someone who really understands this brand partnership world? Yeah, it's a great question, Heather. So um, first of all, thank you. I appreciate that and those kind words. Um, you know, from my perspective, like we did had no idea what we were doing <laughs> when we started out. I just want to make that very clear, okay? Right? So it's just like, uh, you know, when my wife April and I started um, on, you know, she started her first YouTube channel in 2009. So way back in the day before there was a partner program, before you could make, she got rejected from the partner program three times. So it's not like we were like out the gates, had like a million followers, and like we were making all this money. And it's like, no, like we were just like, the rest of us, we were floundering. We didn't know what we were doing, you know, early on, like we were not being compensated. Like when brands reached out, it was free products, right? They were so, we were like, my wife in particular was so stoked to, to get this because she her first channel was around makeup and beauty and cosmetics and so on. And so getting free makeup, Heather, makeup's expensive, isn't it? Right, it's like really expensive. And so the prospect of getting like hair tools and makeup and cosmetics and stuff, she was just like, like mind blown, like super excited just about that. And so that was like, where we lived for a very long time. It wasn't just like, oh, we got a bunch of, you know, free, but it was like years, years of free stuff. Because remember, this is 2009, 2010, 2011, early, early days of YouTube and social media. Brands really did not get it. Like they were, that was not so like, well, let's go pay content creators. Let's go pay YouTubers to like talk about us. For them, it was like in the early days, we were, you know, had no idea what we were doing. And so we would talk, yeah, free products, send it over. Sure, we'll link it. We'll do, do all this stuff, right? And so, like the brands, they were seeing all these sales. They were seeing, you know, we like we, yes, we could see, you know, Amazon associates like revenue and stuff. Like, so we definitely could see that, but it wasn't like people were compensating us like flat fees to like talk about them quite yet. Right. And so like for them, the beauty brands, I will give them credit um, versus a lot of other types of, of, of industries. They saw the direct correlation early. Mm -hmm. Like they were just like, we send this person free stuff. They talk about it and we make a bunch of sales. Right. So it's like to them, it was like, they got it. And so it was, it was, that was the, those early conversations were, um, you know, it was, yeah, we still had to do education, but eventually they were finally like, okay, yeah, we'll pay you a hundred dollars. And we were like, yeah. So we were so stoked, right? Like we were, we were so excited. Like, cause I was like, you know, in the early days we were young, we were, you know, in our early twenties, like just graduating college essentially. So like a couple hundred bucks was like super meaningful to us. It, it still is super meaningful, right? That's like yeah. your car bill or your groceries or like whatever, whatever, like your phone bill. It's like very meaningful even today, right? And so the, the first thing I'll say is that, yes, like, you know, early on when we were creators, I've been doing this a very long time. Um, I, I just want to say like, it's, it's really important to, like I am a big, big, big on, on not like being so hard on yourself with this mm. type of stuff. Because like, you know, it's not like you could take a class about this, like in, well, now you can take my course, no, you but can. Like, or <laughs> you can't, there's no college classes. There's no, like none of it. You walk watch some YouTube videos or something, but it's like, not like there's like certifications or degrees you can get in this type of thing. And a lot of us are like, you know, probably a lot of us listening to this are starting to make an income, potentially making a career for ourselves in this space. Right. Um, and so that's the first thing I want to say is like, if you're a creator listening to this, don't be so hard on yourself. Like we, even us, we made so many mistakes uh, over the years. You know, you name it. Like, you know, <laughs> one in particular was like, I remember we gave brands, uh, we turned on the TV one time and we saw my wife's face, cl a clip from one of her YouTube videos in a TV ad. And we were like, we were like, 
uh, did we let them like grant them the rights to do that? I don't, let me go look at the contract. Oh, yep, we sure did just for free products, you know? So it's like, we, again, we like, we've made every mistake in the book. And so, um, you know, a lot of the knowledge and now I'm like educating creators around this whole process was from painful mistakes that we made along the way. And me just being like, you know, I, I just don't want people to make these mistakes anymore. But then the other aspect is just that I have also run an influencer marketing agency for many years. Uh, also on the other side of it is like, I actually have now hired lots and lots of creators to actually do campaigns of paid creators to be like, Hey, go talk about this brand who was like our client. Uh, and it's just like a totally different perspective. And so that's where I come to it. It's like, you need to be professional. You need to be communicative. You need to be responsible. This is a business transaction when you are working with, with brands and advertisers. And so I kind of have these two different perspectives and that's, that's kind of what I bring to my content. So good. And actually one of the reasons why I geek out on your content, Justin, yes, I am part of the creator wizard uh, community. Do you have a name for the creator wizards? Is that what we are? Just creator wizards? Uh, well, I, I would say I don't have a name. I did. Can I, let me show you my new merch though. Hold on. Okay. Well, we don't I, have a name I, either, you know. I yeah, was thinking you probably, if you're if you're on the podcast and you can't see this, but it's just I have these new hats that say monetize. Mm -hmm. How dope is that? So I was thinking the monetizers. I don't know. I totally made that. I don't know. I'm in. I don't well, know I am that, a monetizer but. then. And uh, <laughs> one of the reasons, Justin, why I wanted to bring your expertise to the podcast is because not only are you a creator who, if I can be humbled about your numbers, have made multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars from brands, right? And I mean, we're, we're talking multiple, like, let's be, let's be real. But you've also done, you've also helped other creators understand how to do this. And I think that's where your specialty has been so valuable for what we've even experienced here at Think Media. Like you said, no one teaches you these types of things as you're starting to grow your brand, you're starting to grow your YouTube channel, your personal brand is starting to explode. So I want to start with Going back to uh, that beginning first deal, you know, we have a lot of content creators who um, we teach them how to grow their influence on YouTube, how to start monetizing using the YouTube partnership program. But then there's a lot of content creators who are ready to start making those brand partnerships. What does it look like? And, and let's let's start from the beginning of like, how do you even find brands that you want to work with? It's a great question. Okay, so uh, the first hair that I would split about your first deal is whether you're the one pitching, right? So you're actually reaching out to a brand and saying, hey, I want to work with you versus you getting an unsolicited inquiry into your email inbox, right? Maybe mm -hmm. you put your email address in your about section on your bio or your, you know, about uh, tab on your YouTube community or your YouTube channel, right? So it's like, that's the very first and most important distinction to make because in my experience, actually, it's the the latter that happens to most creators. It's like they they don't actually be like, I'm not big enough. I can't work with brands, so I'm not going to go reach out to them, right? Most people is just like, oh my god, I got this email. Like, what this brand wants to work with me? Like, oh, I don't know what the heck do I do? I don't know what to say. I don't know how to negotiate. I don't know blah blah blah, right? And so, like, let's talk about that one because I think that that's more frequent, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like, I got an email in my inbox. What do I do now? I actually have a video on my channel called a brand email me now what, right? Because this is, this is the thing that happens oftentimes, right? And so there, there's a couple things that you need to, to remember here, which is that number one, you have to respond. Okay. You can't ignore it. I, I can't tell you how many creators I've, I've talked to have just been so intimidated by the whole process that they literally just delete it or ignore it. And that blew my mind when I, when I first heard that, but I can remember back to when I was, you know, we were starting out that I, it's intimidating. I totally get that. But the first and most important thing you need to do is just show a sign of life <laughs> respond. Hey, this is super interesting. I'd love to hear more. Just as something as simple as that, just responding in a timely fashion, 
ideally within six hours, ideally, you know, max within 24 hours, though, would be great if you could respond and just say, tell me more. Okay, that's it. Right. And then allow them to tell you more about the opportunity. You know, is it going to be how many videos is going to be an integrated video? If it's going to be a dedicated video, like just let them talk. Right. Um, And that's the first step is because to some degree, it is a uh, a fact-finding mission. You're kind of a detective. You need to like let them talk a little bit, right? If if you're comfortable hopping on a call, that would be even better. If they come to you and be like, "Well, we'd love to hear your perspective," and you'd be like, "Okay, let's just like get on a Zoom and like hash it out," right? Um, but I get it. That might be a little intimidating as well if it's your first deal. Um, and so, the biggest like perspective mindset shift I would have around this this thing is that you are going to make mistakes. Like, it's not like you're you're going to be flawless for your very first deal. And accepting that, I think, is really important because then it gives you kind of the freedom and the liberty to be like, okay, this is kind of a test run, right? I just want to see what it's like interacting with the brand. They're going to send me the product. I'm going to make some content. I'm going to, you know, maybe they're going to give me some feedback, some edits on it. I'm going to post it. Yeah, I'm going to make a few mistakes here and there, but I'm going to learn from it. Right. And that's like the most important tip that I want to give about this first question is just like, don't put such an immense amount of weight on this very first deal that you're doing, because believe me, what you don't want to do is screw up a partnership with your dream brand. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, like the get, get all iron out all those wrinkles the first time with some of these, you know, lower tier brands uh, so that you can make some of these larger partnerships down the line uh, work really well. So good. All right. Recapping Think Media podcast listeners, you have to respond. Okay. This is number one. You have to respond. And I love that you hit that, Justin, because we uh, we were working with a client and he was like, yeah, I've been emailed like six times from these brands. And I'm like, six times? You need to respond. Okay. Um, so that's number one. Think Media podcast, respond. And I love how you said that. And I can really tell you from experience of, of, of never working with brands and then working with brands. At first, you really don't actually know. And when you get on with them, they can actually explain to you what the campaign is. I want to talk about that a little bit because a lot of times brands have budgets. Well, actually all the time brands have <laughs> budgets. And so what they're uh, um, tasked to do, whoever's reaching out to you, what they're tasked to do is spend this budget money and they're spending it on influencers and you've been selected as one of those influencers. Now I will say, Justin, there are scams out there. So you want to make sure that you are getting, you know, it's legitimate. It's, if it's a business, it's a business. That's what I always tell people. You'll know the difference between a non-business and a real business. But you want to um, you want to hear their ideas. Talk about that for a minute, Justin, because I know you really have an insight in the idea that this is a cyclical thing for brands to be reaching out to creators. So if you mess up the first time, you could be on the cycle again, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I think that this is one of the number one mistake that creators make when they're doing their first brand deal is they you know, the brand reaches out and says, you know, well, how much do you charge for a YouTube video or something? And the creator says, uh, 500 bucks. They just make something up, right? I get it. (laughs) You don't know in the beginning, right? But instead of saying that, use this magical phrase. You say, tell me what the goal of this campaign is. What is success to you? And they may tell you something that's very surprising. So for example, perhaps they say to you, well, you know, we really just love you know, your content, it's super high quality. We love, you know, you're, you're right in our niche. Um, and we actually just really want to like repost your video on our YouTube channel. 
or we want to embed it on our website or something, right? Which is very different than like, we want you to talk about us on your channel. And we, we're hoping to drive sales from the, the link in the description box. That's a very, very different partnership. And if you hadn't have asked that, you probably would have pitched, well, one integration is this much and you know this type of thing, right? But by simply asking it that very easy question, you can completely change the dynamic of the relationship. Now you can pitch them, well, maybe I can create some content for your YouTube channel. I don't even post it, right? And that's going to be probably a lot more money. And the other thing that's really nice about that is that now your rate is completely detached from how many subscribers you have right? Or, or what your viewership is like, right? Because that's not what the point of the campaign is, is that you're actually creating, you're like free, a freelance content creator for them, right? The other thing to like really important thing to remember is like, put yourself in the brand's shoes, okay? If they are not hiring you to help them create content or, or spread the word for their brand, what are their alternatives? Mm -hmm. Well, they could go out and they could hire a, a, an agency, right? They maybe could hire a full-time employee to create the content for them. These are all things that are quite costly, right? So um, I don't encourage you to say, oh, hire me because I'm so much more cost effective than these other things. But it's just like very important to have that mindset of like, don't like shortchange yourself, right? Like 50 bucks is not an adequate level of compensation for the work that you're putting in, editing the video, shooting it, like doing all this pre-production and all this stuff, right? Like, no, you have to value the, you know, you have to understand the value that you're actually providing to the brand. And so just like putting yourself in their shoes can be very helpful on your first brand deal to understand that you are worth actually quite a bit more than you think. Well, I hope you're getting value out of today's featured conversation. And I wanted to let you know that if you're someone who's trying to figure out how to do YouTube, maybe you've been thinking about starting your channel, but you're just not ready yet? Well, today is your day. I want to invite you to a free class that I have called the how to get to your first 1000 subscribers on YouTube. Make your first $1,000 without fancy equipment, years of editing experience, or 50 hours a week to spend on your YouTube channel. I have a free class you can go to at thinkmasterclass.com to get signed up today to be a part of this creator revolution. There are over 425,000 full-time content creators happening right now, and you could be the next one. But you've got to figure out how to get to your first 1,000 subscribers to be able to unlock a lot of those monetary benefits. So if you want to figure out how to make some extra cash in this season with your YouTube channel, then this is the class for you. You can sign up at thinkmasterclass.com, and I'll see you over on that free on-demand YouTube class. Well, let's get back into today's featured conversation with our special guest. So good. All right. That was a uh, review piece I wanted you guys to listen to. Tell me what your goal is. That is so good because it does reframe even what the conversation is. And that actually is one of the best negotiation tactics to even know where the starting line is. So Justin, really good on that. When you are helping uh, content creators and you're, you're matching those content creators with brands, what are some negotiation things that content creators should be aware of when they're making that content? I know you you said, uh, you know, turn on the TV and there's your wife's face. How do we even know in this world, like what, what should we be on the lookout for? What are some pieces that you're like, ah, ha, ha, don't do that uh, when you're in those negotiation phases of creating those brand deals? So I've got a, a very, I'm a big fan of frameworks, okay, and like acronyms and stuff. So I've loved making, making up my own. And so I have one that's actually very uh, simple and can help you with your first brand deal, which is what I call the DO rule, which is D-U-E. Okay, and the D stands for 
deliverables. If you're trying to understand the dynamics of a campaign and they're reaching out to you, you have to understand what are they actually asking you for, mm-hmm. right? We mentioned at the at the beginning, like, is this going to be an integrated video or is this going to be a dedicated video? Those are actually two very different things that I would actually recommend. You should probably be charging two to three times the amount of money for a dedicated video that's talking all about this brand or this product, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so deliverables, you have to, a lot of times brands will reach out and just be like, oh, we just want to do a couple of posts and like collaborate. No, how many posts? Is it going to be two or three videos? Like that's a big difference, right? You got to tell me, right? So that's the do rule. Uh, That's the D in the do rule. The U is one that a lot of creators don't think about, which is the usage rights, okay? And what this is that what does the brand actually want to do with your content beyond you posting it, right? Because it's one thing to post it on your YouTube channel, but do they want to embedded on their website? Do they want to post it on, repost it on their YouTube channel? Do they want to run like YouTube ads with your content? And if they do, for how long do they want to do it? Is this something that they're going to be running for five years, right? Where in essence, you're going to, your name and likeness, as they call it, is going to be tied to this brand or this product for a long time. So it's something you absolutely need to be asking about and, and charging accordingly for. And then the the E in the do rule is exclusivity, right? Are they actually going to be asking you to be exclusive to their brand or their product or their service for a certain duration? Because, you know, there's an opportunity cost associated with that. If one of their competitors, you know, approaches you six months down the line and you signed a one-year exclusivity clause, um, then that's going to be challenging, right? Um, and so th- that's like a very simple framework to use uh, when it comes to trying to scope a, a potential partnership uh, and all of those factors you need to consider. Okay, so content creators, I hope you were taking notes during that because you're going to sound so educated on your first deal already because you now have the do framework that is the deliverables, the usage rights, and the exclusivity. And this is something that here at Think Media, we've learned from you, Justin. You know, we went through your class, we took, you know, the content that you have out there. And because of those things, we were able to double and sometimes triple our asking costs because of those specific things. They want to use our likeness. They want to use those videos in other capacities. And so we were able to negotiate additional fees of those things and increase the budget that we got from a brand just because of knowing that do role. So thank you, Justin. Um, I'll give a tip jar maybe one day. Uh, (laughs) Absolutely. I'm so thrilled to hear it. I love it. Okay. So you mentioned uh, something that I know is always a sticking point for those first time content creators and brand deals. And that's the contracts. Okay. Mm. No one teaches us all of this stuff. Um, And I know sometimes that brands are working with multiple content creators and they do have the upper hand of understanding contracts and what's in those. What are some tips you have for content creators in, in one, either making their own contracts, if that's what the brands are asking, or two, how to really go through those to know what they should should be looking for in those deals. All right. I'm going to give a, a piece of advice that may be somewhat contrary to what other people might suggest, but um, I think it's a very, very important thing to understand as a creator, especially if you're, you're thinking about doing your first brand deal, which is that I believe that you should go out and hire a lawyer to create a contract 
template for you, a boilerplate contract template for you, where the only thing that you change is maybe the last page, which is often call, oftentimes called the appendix. And mm-hmm. the only things that you're changing about the deal are the deliverables, right? The usage rights, the exclusivity, you're just like putting those in there based on whatever the brand is saying. And then you have that document, that boilerplate document that's kind of been blessed by a brand uh, or blessed by a lawyer uh, to be able to utilize if you need to. And the reason that I'm saying that that's so important for you to do now, even if you do not have a deal in hand, is because this is an investment in your creator business. If you were starting any other business, if you were starting a brick and mortar shop, there are costs of doing business, right? You have to buy the ingredients, you have to hire personnel, you have to do X, Y, Z. For some reason, a lot of creators be like, oh yeah, I'll buy a new camera or I'll buy a new editing software or a new laptop, or whatever. That's an investment in my business. But hiring a lawyer to like have a, you know, protect myself, like in the event that I'm gonna go partner with brands, somehow that's like, no, I'm gonna wait until I get a deal that like just, because I, I get it, right? Like sometimes, you know, the deal's not a ton of money. Maybe it's 200 bucks or 300 bucks or something. And then if you have to hire a lawyer, well, there goes all your profit. You, know, you pay them for a couple hours and you're, it's a net loss. But like, no, this is an investment in your business. So even if you do not have a deal in hand, I think it is a prudent thing to do as a creator to like invest. If, if you want to actually make an income doing this, being a creator, this is one of those investments, just like all that other equipment that you love buying uh, to, you know, formalize your own business. I love that reframe because you're so right. We are easily uh, drawn to the shiny object of the new lighting or the new thing, but it's kind of that back-end business stuff that gets left behind. And I can tell you from knowing content creators who have had their likeness taken, who have had uh, content, who have, who have literally uh, done the work for pennies that they could have been really making substantial income. I know, Justin, you've worked with content creators who have, because they've taken the right steps of understanding how to do this right, have made massive income from understanding brand deals properly, right? 100%. And and I think that um, maybe this will be the point of the podcast where there's a little friction flying, Heather. But um, I, I actually have a very controversial stance, which is that you can actually make way more money on sponsorships than AdSense mm-hmm. <laughs> over the course of your career as a creator. I, I'm living proof of that with my wife and I's YouTube channel, right? And so um, the reason being is that I, I actually, here's an anecdote. I, I saw a, a pretty prominent creator uh, share on Twitter recently that in the lifespan of their uh, YouTube channel, um, you know, it's like more of a micro micro creator, but like pretty prominent in their niche. Um, they've made $7,000 on YouTube AdSense over mm-hmm. like two or three years. And they just got one brand deal for $10,000. So it, you can make a lot of money finding the right brand partners in one fell swoop than all of this huge amounts of energy that you're putting out there to try to either get monetized on YouTube, which absolutely is a, is a awesome goal and you should definitely have it if, you know, as part of your diversified creator business. It's a great income stream. But like, I think a lot of creators are just completely missing the boat and not even thinking about how much money you can actually make from sponsorships. Because again, going back to this whole thing about the value that you're providing brands, like they have the budgets to like get content, to partner with creators and get their name out there. And so I think it's just like a very important, again, a mindset shift around like, you don't just have to be making money from AdSense. There's lots of other ways in which you can do it. Yeah. And I want to hit on that point too, because I don't, I think sometimes creators don't see actually the value that these brands are willing to pay for. And, you know, when you go back to brands are willing to pay 
micro influencers. That's one of the specialties that you have, Justin, is understanding the micro influencer piece. Let's go down that path just a little bit, because I, I want people to start to see themselves not as just a YouTube creator, but like what market are you actually impacting? And then how do you get the brands in that market to actually see you? What are some tactics as a micro influencer that you can do to actually get brands to see you? So the number one piece of advice I can have to, you know, about getting on brands radar is to tag them. A lot of like when you're posting and post about them on social media, a lot of creators be like, well, if I post about them, why are they going to pay me for a campaign? And I'm just like, here's how it works. Let me, let me, let me walk you through it. Okay. Mm -hmm. When a brand decides that they want to run a paid influencer campaign, there is oftentimes almost, almost hundred percent of the time, there is going to be some sort of like promotion that they're running. Maybe it's a discount. Maybe it's the holidays. Maybe it's, you know, 10% off. It's, you know, use your code Justin20 for 20% off your pur first purchase. Whatever. There's something that there's a reason that they're running the campaign, right? When you're just posting about them organically on social media, are you seeing any of those talking points? Are you using the promo code? Are you doing any of that stuff? No, you're not doing any of that stuff because you're just sharing your authentic affinity for the brand or the product. And so this is like a giant, like, like, mindset shift I need you to have around this, which is that this is the best way to get on the radar of the brand is to tag is to, you know, uh, post about them. And then, you know, oftentimes maybe this has happened to you. Maybe you tag them on Instagram or something like that. And then they, you know, respond in your, you know, stories or whatever. Oh, thank you so much for tagging me. Can we repost this on our, on our, you know, people get mad. They're like, Oh, can we repost this on our page? And people are like, no, they need to pay me. This is the perfect opportunity. You have your foot in the door. Now you've shown, they have shown you that they value you and your content. Now is the perfect chance to pivot this into a paid partnership. And you say, Oh, thank you. So here, here's a template for you. Anyone listening, ready for a template? Here's a template. If, if this ever happens to you, you say, I'm so thrilled and honored that you like my content so much that you'd like to repoke. Repo, uh, you know, repurpose it. That actually, uh, you know, requires an investment. I would love to hop on a call. I have some other unique ideas that I could share about new content that I could create for you in addition to that. Are you free on Thursday at 1 p.m. to hop on a call? That's what you say. And here's another template. If they repost your content without your permission, you don't say, how dare you take this down? I'm going to contact my lawyers. No, you say, I'm so honored that you loved my content so much that you wanted to repost it. That requires an investment. Can you let me know the budget you've set aside to secure those rights? I'd love to hop on a call at Thursday at 1 p.m. to discuss some other ideas I have, right? So you don't go into it indignant. You go into it viewing this as an opportunity to get paid. Mm. Oh, I'm just, I'm over here just wanting to jump up and down, Justin, because you're speaking like a business owner. And if there's one like quote that I love so much, it's Jay-Z. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. And you partnering with brands, it's your likeness. It's your content. It's the effort that you're putting out there. And this is a rising economy. Like th if there's one thing that is happening right now, it's brands understanding that normal TV commercials, not working, that normal advertising, not working. You know where people are? They're in their apps. They're in social media. They're on YouTube. And uh, last question that I want to talk about is the idea of turning one video into a multiple video uh, type content. Meaning when you're negotiating and they're asking for one thing, how do you ask for more? Like, oh, is it on YouTube only? Or do you also want Instagram? Oh, is it like, how do you expand to ask for more money? Okay, so <clears throat> let's talk about the reasons that a brand would pay you to make actually more content, okay? So 
just like what you said earlier, Heather, which is that brands have these budgets and they have to like spend it, right? They got to like pay creators. They, they, you know, they have this budget allocated for them um, for this particular quarter or for this particular month, right? So when a brand reaches out to you, they're not just working with you. They're working with probably five other creators, 10 other creators, 25, 50, 100 other creators sometimes, these big campaigns, right? And so what does that actually mean? Put yourself in the brand's shoes. That means that they have five, 10, 25, 50 other email threads that they have to manage, 50 other personalities, 50 other contracts that they have to deal with. And so when they come and ask you if you can make one video, what you are saying to them when you say, hey, you know what? I know you only asked me for one, but I can actually make five videos for you. In their mind, they're thinking like, wow, well, I can just hire Heather now for this. And I don't have to worry about working with four other creators, four other email threads, four other contracts. He's, you know, she's going to make my life easier. Okay. Sounds good. I'm going to pay Heather five times the amount of money. Right. So it's like, it's not just about like, oh, let's add on to this. And like, let me give you a discount for like, you know, no, you're not, you don't give them a discount. Stop giving them discounts. You're not a discount creator, okay? The reason that that they're going to go with you for these other, you know, packages that you're providing to them is because you're making their life easier, okay? And yes, there may be some situations where, yeah, maybe you want to, you know, if it's a longer term deal or whatever, maybe there's some sort of, you know, pricing concession, but that's not what you lead with. You don't be like, I'm going to give you a discount. If that's the one thing that you learn from me and my, my content and all this stuff is like, like as a creator, stop negotiating against yourself. Oh, I could norm, you know, I normally charge, 2000, but I could do it for 1000. <laughs> like before the brand ever says like our budget is 1000, right? You're like, you're so excited for the deal. You negotiate against yourself. You know, you're giving discounts. Just stop, stop doing all that because you're worth it. You have value. Yeah. Stop providing discounts if the brand's not asking for it, please. And so mm-hmm. like, again, when it comes down to like, you know, extending the deal, the one final like caveat that I want to give about this potential thing is that it's a lot easier to convince a brand to do a long-term partnership with you after they've seen, had some experience working with you on one deal. Mm-hmm. So it may be somewhat difficult to like convince them to do a six month or 12 month deal with you right out the gates. But if you do one deal, you're very responsive. You're very professional. The content is super high quality. You know, you provide a post campaign report, which is something I teach in my course, right? You, mm-hmm. you do all these things where you're like a business, I'm a businessman, right? So it's like, you do all those things, then they're going to be like, okay, let's, let's hire him for a six month retainer thing. Right. So it's like, I know everyone wants these kind of like longer term deals, but it's just the reality. They're not going to, you know, they, they've been burned too many times from mm-hmm. creators who are not professional, who are not communicative. And so like, they need to have a little bit of experience working with you to be able to justify doing something like that. So good. So many nuggets right there. One, don't lower your price. Okay. Don't lower your price. And then two, be professional. If there's one thing that I wish more content creators would do in this industry, it's to be a business, is to put your business hat on and think, how would you want to be treated? How can you support the brand? And I can tell you from being the type of content creators that have gone above and beyond, we send Christmas gifts to our our brand um, representatives. We know their kids' names. Like We do that because we want to be in partnership with them for a long time. And because of being able to be someone that's professional, that offers those things, we've secured brand deals where they've never paid creators that amount of money because they own, they know that they can trust us to be good representations of their brand uh, in that partnership. So Justin, oh my goodness, so many nuggets. Uh, if you want to uh, go deeper with you, Justin, where should they go? How do they get involved? Uh, if they, if they want to know the next step with you, what's the best way to do that? 
All right. Well, the the top thing that I would really, really, really recommend everyone listening to this to do would be to join my newsletter because I literally every single week, it's a free newsletter. Mm-hmm. I send you paid sponsorship opportunities in the newsletter every single week. Okay. So you're definitely going to, I also share like videos and about pitching tips and all that stuff. So if that's interesting to you, just go to creatorwizard.com slash join. Uh, and then, yeah, I have, you know, I'm on YouTube, TikTok, pretty much everywhere at creator wizard. And this is all I talk about y'all. I don't talk about anything other than sponsorships and brand deals. So I know you guys love talking about, you know, finding your niche on uh, think media. And so like, this is my niche. This is all I talk about. So if that's something that uh, you think sponsorship should play a, a role in your business, Come hang out. We'd love to connect. So good. We also have a link for you down below in the description of the YouTube video, or if you're listening over on the podcast, we'll include it in the show notes. We've partnered with Justin to get you some free content that's behind the scenes. So you've got to go there, click on that link, and that'll help you uh, get your first 14 days of understanding all this content. Justin walks you through a whole class on exactly how to set this up, what to do, how to pro- how to approach brands, all the things happen. So make sure you click the link uh, if you want to go over there. Justin, Thank you so much for your time. It is so incredible to be with a content creator who understands the business side of it. So I just really appreciate you all that you're doing to really help double the creator economy. I believe that you're one of the people in the forefront doing that. And I so appreciate your knowledge and all that you're bringing to our audience. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You're so kind. Thanks for having me, Heather. It was a blast. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, are you ready to get your first brand deal? I hope that there were so many magical nuggets there for you to help you figure out how to land that next deal. Actually, let me know if you're watching over on YouTube. Have you done your first brand deal? And what was your experience like? I would love to know that. And if you're listening over on audio right now, uh, you can actually drop a review and let me know the same exact thing. Or with my cheeky plug, go over and subscribe on YouTube or go to this video over on that channel as well. But every single week, I love to bring to you one of our Think Fam community members who have left a review and rated this podcast show over on Apple iTunes or sorry, Apple Podcasts, because that is actually where uh, the podcast can get to more listeners just like you. Today's review comes from Bordathian, and they said, expand your community with great guidance. Relatively new to the scene in the past six months, and these have been great. The passion, guidance, and media is very useful. This week's episode explaining looking around and seeing defeat while in this community, people are crushing it as we make the impossible possible through opportunity was pulled right from my head. Love it. Well, thank you so much for leaving that review, rating our show here um, on Apple Podcasts. And we would just love if you would subscribe wherever you listen to this audio. And have you shared it with a friend yet? Do you know someone who needs to start to understand how to be growing their influence using YouTube specifically and then turning that influence into a high impact and a high profit business? I know I'm gonna share this episode specifically with a friend I have in mind. So it's coming at you. Um, but thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing here at Think Media. Stay locked into what we have here on the podcast. We have some incredible episodes coming your way with some special guests like Alex Hermosi, Patrick Bet David, Gary Vaynerchuk, and so many more. So stay locked in here at the Think Media podcast, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>